2: Welcome to How to Survive. We're here to get you through the stuff that can kill you. Oh, you mean like bear attacks and earthquakes and fires? Totally. And the stuff that makes you wish you were dead. Yeah, like having your heart broken or peeing your pants or peeing your pants a second time. Check, check, check. Yeah. We should just play the music. Yeah. Ground is shaking under our feet. Mountains on fire. Welcome to How to Survive. I'm Danielle Koenig. I'm Christine Kimmel. We did it without a hitch that time. You know what? I'm (laughs) proud of us. We know who each other are. We know our own names. Yeah. What is your middle name again? It's Anne. I knew I was going to. Christine. Anne with an an E. E. Oh, I think Anne should have an E. I do too. My mom's middle name is Anne and I don't think it has an E. Maybe it's like a Jewish versus versus Gentile It's not too late to add one. (laughs) You know? Okay. All right. My middle name's Beth.
1: Which uh, I d- adore. Yeah, I don't like it. I, we've covered this. I know. it's. So,
2: we're already repeating ourselves, and it's only episode... Eight? Nine? Fourteen. Oh, okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Double what I said. Um, I'm admiring your necklace. Is that new? Thanks.
2: No, but you do ask me that every time. <laughs> oh, my God. What's wrong with us? One one is a necklace that's doubled over, and one is a single necklace, and they're all the same. I try to get on that... that, uh, that um, you know the chain link, uh, gold necklace trend. Trend. Yeah, I probably did it wrong. No, you're on it. Am I like on it, Danielle? Yeah. Hello. Look, look, we both have red nails today. Oh my god, we're winning. I know who we are. I, I think to, it works for us. I think so too. I went to a new place, and um, didn't tell me they had. They only took cash until I got there, and then I had to go run out and get cash. But they were very nice. I did my own nails. What? Yeah. I did my. Own you just nails. blew me away. Really, I cannot do my own nails.
1: Like, well, I, you know what? Uh, where I grew up, it, it, you didn't go get your nails done. So oh,
2: I didn't go get my. You nails. had to learn
1: how to do your own nails if you uh, wanted to do your nails. Yeah,
2: I just didn't do my nails when I was a kid. That would have been too like feminine and like admitting I was trying or something. Okay, so I and didn't. that wasn't cool. It wasn't about cool. No, it wasn't about cool. Okay, so I, you know, I always see these movies that take place in the 80s and there's always like one kid who doesn't fit in one girl who's like ugly or just kind of like lame and she tries and tries and tries to fit in okay and does her hair and does the I mean it doesn't have to be the 80s it could be any era but I didn't approach it that way because I was like that would be embarrassing because I would be a fraud if I was trying okay. to look trendy in any way okay it wasn't that I looked down on those girls or thought that I was cool I wasn't cool at all it was it was kind of the opposite I was just like that's that's like that's embarrassing okay like I won't pull this off right so it'll just be embarrassing to try interesting so yeah I didn't have nails or like brushed hair (laughs) 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 I told you last week right that um when the woman at school grade school would check me for lice yeah she'd be like you don't have lice but you really should wash your hair more often (laughs) But that's grade school. I feel like by high
1: school, I feel like I've seen pictures of you and you were very cute.
2: I had it. I had a style in high school. And also I went to an arts high school. So, um, oh, so you could be you didn't have to. I didn't have to like follow a particular thing. Your own thing was your thing. Should we get into today's uh, topic? Yeah, I'm I'm ready. So, I think people have been clamoring for this and by people I mean me. But this is how to survive a plane crash. Well, I want to know cuz I don't want to perish in a plane crash. So, do you get scared on the
1: plane? Uh, I you know, I used to have very big plane fears. Yeah. And now not as much. I'm Oh, what changed? That's interesting. You know what I think really changed for me is having kids. Yeah. I kind of I I thought you know what I don't want them to see me being afraid because then they're yeah. going to be afraid so I kind of faked it and then <gasps> did you fake it till you made it I did I faked it till I made ma- it made it yeah and the other thing is I I had this realization at some point I think when I was gripping this the uh, <laughs> sides of not the sides of the plane the um seats the seat arms the arms and and just like kind of clenching my teeth and realizing that like. Me having constant fear and paying attention to every sound and yeah. like, ch- constantly checking what the flight attendants were doing and listening for everything. I was like, none of that's going to affect if the plane crashes or not. So you used logic and you somehow, that's amazing. I, I was wish like, I could do that. It's not going to make a difference. Like me worrying. Right. Isn't going to make any difference. So I can either
2: freak out or I could just kind of stop doing that. Right. Either. But learning so, yeah. these things will make a difference. Let's do I'm it. About to, okay. Let's do so it. So first, I'm just going to tell you a couple facts. Can I ask you a question before yes. we start?
1: I'm sorry to interrupt
2: you. Yes. No. What's your anxiety level around flying? I don't have an anxiety level around flying at all. And have you what, ever? N- no, I think I might have a little one now. Okay. Um, because sort of, of this sort of the opposite with like I'm with my son and like I do get maybe a little bit scared. Like something could happen. Also, I read a novel where everyone dies but the kid.
0: <laughs> and oh, then he has wow. to live
2: with it. I can't remember what it's called, but it was really good. Um, but no, I mean, when I was a kid, I was like, oh, my God, I love flying. It's so much fun. Like it was the best. Mm-hmm. So it's not. I don't have a great anxiety, but yeah, it's gotten a little more since since I've become a mom. Interesting, yeah. we had opposite experiences. I know. Okay, okay. Over the last five years, there have been an average of fourteen fatal accidents for commercial passenger and cargo planes, resulting in three hundred and forty deaths annually. So that's really nothing three hundred and forty deaths a year with all of the all the flights. That, flights, okay. Yeah. The United States, the United States. Has not had a fatal U.S. passenger airline crash since February of 2009, okay, and one fatality due to a U.S. passenger airline accident in that period. So okay. one, I mean, the U.S. hasn't had one death has had one death since <clears throat> um, 2009. That was a long time ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. So it's not super, you know, common. This is not mm-hmm. something you're going to have to deal with all the time. But you know, there are ways to deal with it if it does happen. Guess where my majority of my um research is from the art of manliness It is <laughs> I think my computer just now thinks I'm a man and you like that website clearly <laughs> just it just brings it up, yeah, automatically. I'm not s- s- kidding. I went to other sites, but this just seems to have the best information. okay, I just like it. Good job, art of manliness. Yes. in a report, and I mean, I have to take out like. The broad jokes, you know, like by broad I mean like And then the old you know, the old ball and chain. I mean they don't really say that, but they almost say that. Oh, that's, Th- that's really stuff funny. I take out. Oh good, thank you. In a report analyzing airline accidents from nineteen eighty three to two thousand, the National Transportation Safety Board found that the survival rate of crashes was ninety five point seven percent. Whoa, wait. I gotta I gotta so you're saying your chance
1: of survival. Your chance of survival if you're in a plane crash. Yes. Is ninety five percent. Yes. So I'm going to think about that for a second because if I am in a plane yeah. and it starts to nosedive, right, or or it has engine trouble, or the or the the, the things come down, and I have to stick it on my face, right? The oxygen masks, the things, the things. I can take comfort in knowing yeah. I have a 95 yes. percent chance of survival.
2: Yeah, 95. Those are
1: pretty good that's odds. Huge.
2: Okay, that's, okay. That's very comforting. So they go on. Sure, there are some accidents where everyone or nearly everyone died. Yes. But those are much rarer than you'd guess based on what you see in the news. The NTSB found that even in serious accidents where fire and substantial damage occurred, 76.6 percent of passengers still survived, even when there's like a fire. Wow. Combine those stats with the relative rarity of airplane accidents even happening in the first place. um, And you can see that flying is actually the safest form of transportation, which is something that, you know, has been drilled into us since we were little kids. But it's important to take note of another interesting tidbit that the FAA and NTSB found in their research on plane crashes. 40% of fatalities that did occur happened in crashes that were survivable. Oh. So listen up. Okay, I'm I'm you've got all of my attention. Close to half of all airplane crash fatalities might have been prevented had passengers taken proper action. Um if you've survived the crash landing, you have a pretty good chance of getting out of the airplane alive, but you have 90 seconds to do so. Oh, it's that time thing. Yes, it's that time thing. You see, the thing that kills most passengers in a plane crash isn't the actual impact. So this is interesting to me. It's the fire uh, that typically engulfs the plane afterwards. Okay. So you're going crash, crash, crash. You're zooming in on the ground, crash, crash, crash. You're okay. It's a lot of crashes. Think about like three Three commercial lengths got that much time okay to get out I speak in TV terms because I'm used to talking to my son well no who when I when he says how long is this gonna take and I'm like two arrested developments or like (laughs) how long is this root canal it's a cheers episode (laughs) without commercials (laughs) (laughs) now we're watching um Fargo season two, and it's really which good. Se- which Fargo which one is that? Okay, it's the one with um, Kristen Dunst. Oh, that's and a good Jesse one. Jesse Plemons. It's that fantastic. one's Really good. That's that's I think where they met, and then it is. I just found that out, and they're like a couple, and they've got babies. Mm-hmm, they got mm-hmm. two babies. That's a that's a dark one. Yeah, yeah, we're we're really digging it. And uh, uh, Bo, oh, I'll think of his name in a second. Bo Bokeem Woodbine is a fantastic actor, who I was not aware of before this, even though I think I know his name. Um, Okay, so folks may be surprised they survived the impact and become complacent okay about other dangers people vastly underestimate how quickly a fire can spread and consume an airplane yes surveys show that most people think they actually have 30 minutes to get out oh, of a burning what plane what are they doing texting their parents <laughs> i don't know get off the plane they're, re- they're googling what to do with <laughs>
1: okay case they're on crash. the art of
2: manliness <laughs> exactly and then they're like 90 seconds what <laughs> The reality is that it takes, on average, just ninety seconds for a fire to burn through the plane's aluminum fuselage and consume everything and everyone. Yeah, those seats—they're all like polyester. Yes. Oh, that's go a good point. Fast. Oh, we're going to get that to that later I can't about wait. fabric. The FAA has regu- rigorously studied and crunched the numbers on airplane crash survivors, as well as tested nearly twenty-five hundred people in simulated uh, evacuations to find out the type of person who typically survives. Mm-hmm. Here's the results. Young slender men have the best odds of surviving a plane crash. Gavin. 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 (laughs) Darren. (laughs) It was going to happen sooner or later. (laughs) (laughs) Who's Gavin? The garden squirrel himself? Gavin? (laughs) Poor Garen. Is that, I know you get your name butchered a lot. Is that a new one or have you gotten Gavin before? I don't
1: often get Gavin.
2: Yeah, um, but you have. But gone.
0: with the absolute just certainty of which you <laughs> shouted that out.
1: That is, it's funny because uh, I've never, ever called
2: you Gavin before. No, you've never gotten my name wrong. No. Never. So it's She's only going to get it wrong from now on. It's yeah. going to be a different oh, wrong name. But day. the thing in my defense...
1: I was seeing you you as a young slim man who's going to survive a plane crash.
0: Yes, I I appreciate that.
2: I pictured Kieran Culkin. That's my young slim man in my head. Guess who I just saw as a very little tiny boy? Kieran Culkin In in Home Alone 2. Yeah, he talks about that when he hosted SNL that he has a little part. In
1: he's it. wearing these giant glasses. Uh-huh. It's very cute. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's
2: fuller, right? Isn't that the character? He's the one who pees the bed in the attic, and that's why Kevin doesn't want to go up there. He's the
1: yeah. He's yeah. The, he's the cousin who. Oh, that's, that's like cute. yeah.
2: I remember seeing him when he was little. Yeah. Um, okay. So <laughs> the FAA <laughs> has found that differences in age, gender, and girth. I. Yeah, you do your own joke there. Account for... It would be a dick joke, just in case people didn't get that. God, When you're writing your own joke, make it a dick joke. Account for 31% of the difference between people's evacuation times. Escaping a plane crash requires you to maneuver quickly through narrow aisles with luggage and wreckage strewn about. Strewn about. So I don't know with my um, f- wide flat ass that I've talked about before how I'm, well I'm doing with I'm this. I'm pretty sure that you can still fit... Because I can shimmy Danielle's
1: in a seat So you're well, going to be okay
2: I don't know I mean I think if I move sideways I'm fine I don't I'm think kind I'm kind of built I like a you're, billboard
1: I think your size two Zero to Size zero to two uh, Body is still gonna
2: be Just fine Well I know But what if my body dysmorphia Gets in the way And I freeze <laughs> body
1: dysmorphia <laughs> is what's i'm so
0: big i'll never <laughs> squeeze through
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay um okay so yeah so you so think about this you have to move around th- thrown luggage yeah you know a cart yes i mean it's it's scary you may even have to throw blockages out of your way okay so then i don't know if karen colkin's gonna do well because i don't know if he's got muscles he, he seems pretty puny. He's puny, but he also seems my, like firm. Yeah. So he might be able to. Karen, do you think you can throw <laughs> luggage out of your way? <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Absolutely not. Maybe you could throw Kieran Culkin out of your way. That might be more. Right. Befriend someone muscular and on skinny. every flight. <laughs> you need like a Julian, Julianne. What was that woman's name from uh, You're So Fat? What's it called? Julian. It's not more. Uh, Nicholson michelson michaels julian michaels julian michaels is that the woman from uh biggest loser yeah yeah you need someone like that um you may even have to throw blockage out of okay yeah you then have to slip through an emergency exit that may only be 20 inches wide yeah they're small right uh yeah yeah holdups at the exit due to passengers having trouble deplaning has caused many unnecessary deaths In a runway collision that occurred in 1991, investigators found that charred remains of 10 passengers lined up in the aisle waiting to leave the wing exit. Folks who froze up and had trouble squeezing through the exit had created a fatal bottleneck. Those fuckers. So I'm saying if there is a a bigger person in front of you, just help them. Just push them like you're like Winnie the Pooh through a hole in the wall. You got to just shove them. Just kick them out. Mm -hmm. You got to help. Okay. Fly in bigger planes if possible. If you have the choice between flying in a puddle jumper or a 737, choose the 737. According to FAA investigations, larger planes have more energy absorption in a crash, which means you're subjected to less deadly force. So that makes sense. It's more mass. So it's spread over a larger uh, area. Not mass area is what I meant. And may uh, equate to a better survival rate. Consider flying on south. This is where Consider flying on southwest. For no other reason, you would you. I mean, yes, this has got to be the only article that's ever said consider flying (laughs) on Southwest. (laughs) Whose fleet consists solely of 737s and avoid regional carriers when possible. Not only are their planes smaller, they have an accidents and incidents rate double that of national carriers. And their pilots are often less experienced and overworked. So they're like, don't fly on airlines you haven't heard of, essentially. Basically, right. Note that national airlines frequently use a regional carrier for some of the routes that fly under their name. So oh, you know you can yeah, get tricked. Yeah. I guess you just have to check the plane size. And make sure it's a seven thirty seven. Yeah, at least a seven thirty seven. Um I mean, if you can endure the jokes, does Southwest still do are they still jokey in their um in their I presentations? Haven't, I
1: haven't flown on Southwest in a no, long time. Me I don't really know. I don't even
2: know. I'm just not going where their routes Right. I don't know. Where to sit. According to the folks who dedicate their lives to studying plane crashes, the statistics are inconclusive because every plane crash is different. Sure, many crashes are nose first, thus making the back of the plane safer, because they'll always tell you to sit in the back of the plane. Mm -hmm. But... There are some that have happened tail first or wing first. You just don't know what kind of crash you'll be in. Instead of worrying about whether your seat is near the back, focus on finding a seat near an exit. Mm -hmm. According to researcher Ed Galea, those who survive a plane crash typically only have to move an average of five rows to escape. So beyond five rows, the chance of getting out alive decreases. Okay. So that's what you're looking for. Book your seat near 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 an exit. Yeah. The best seat to have is in... The exit row, as you'd be the first one out, should you need to exit. If you can't snag that seat, go for the aisle. You have 64% chance of survival compared to the 58% chance you'd have sitting in a window seat. Also, avoid bulkhead rows. Sure, you have more leg room, but the walls don't give as much as seats do when you collide with them in a crash. Bulkhead rows. I do not The ones where it's not a seat in front of you, it's like the the wall of the plane. So between first class and yeah. the rest of you dummies, yeah, the, when we dummies start, yes, there's an
1: area where that where, wall is. Yeah, it's but like. It, a, but often the thing is that I'm confused about is often that's also where the uh, exit is.
2: It is. I think so. I haven't been on a plane in a long time. I don't remember, but they're saying okay. They're it saying doesn't give that. as much okay. give as like a cushion of a of a, a seat seat. Even okay. though those seats are hard as rocks. Okay overcome the normalcy bias okay with an action plan explain that to me please do you think I'm not going to explain it to you I hope you do the normalcy bias is a new sitcom coming out on NBC (laughs) about a kid who finds themselves trapped in a world where no one else is autistic I made that whole thing up thank you the normalcy bias I'm I'm gonna watch it (laughs) causes our brains to assume that things will be predictable and normal all the time oh when yeah. things aren't normal, it takes our brain a long time to process this. I don't think you probably have the normalcy bias, but I might have the oh, normalcy bias. Oh, I'm constantly bias. assuming things you are going to go things wrong. Are good, Yeah. Right. Um, instead of springing to action when something unexpected happens, our brain kind of shrugs and figures that what is going on can't be so bad because truly bad events are out of are so out of the ordinary. Ah, uh, yes. So it's I guess it's a form of coping? Of coping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, Investigators have discovered that normalcy bias has caused many unnecessary deaths in plane crashes. Instead of taking immediate action after a crash, people sort of mill around. Oh, my God. What are they at? A cocktail party?
1: (laughs) Jesus. Get off your ass.
2: Many will even start looking for their carry-on luggage before getting to the exit. (laughs) No, leave it. You don't need your toothbrush. I'm gonna give you a little example of when this normalcy bias thing kicked in. Okay, good. And when it didn't kick in. Normalcy bias manifested itself in dramatic fashion during a plane collision in nineteen seventy seven that killed five hundred and eighty three people. Oh my goodness. People still dressed for the airplane in 1977, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably they, looked so. Those dead people were at least like well put together. There's they had no flip flops in that no, no, corpse no. pile. They
1: were in heels, polyester yeah. pantsuits. Yes.
2: Nice earrings. Oh, that's the other great thing about. Heavy ones, danglers. Yes. That's the other great thing about um, Fargo season two. Mm-hmm. It takes place in 1979. So the outfits are fantastic. Okay. So, uh, killed 583 people, the worst aircraft disaster in history. Two 747 jumbo jets collided with each other just above the runway on the small island of Tenerife, Tenerife, part of the Canary Islands off of Morocco. After the collision, one jet tumbled to the ground and exploded, killing all 248 passengers Uh on board. The other jet jet crash-landed but didn't explode. The collision sheared away the top of the jet, oh. and flames began to take over the aircraft. Passengers who survived the initial collision could have escaped unharmed, but they had to act fast. Paul Heck, a passenger on the burning plane, who was 65, mm-hmm. by the way, sprung to action. Good job, Paul. He unbuckled his seatbelt, grabbed his wife's hand, and hightailed it to the nearest exit. They, along with 68 other passengers, survived while 328 died. Oh, my God jeez in an interview after the disaster mr heck noted how most people just sat in their seats acting like everything was fine, even after colliding with another plane oh and seeing god. the cabin filled with smoke. Oh my god. Researchers believe that passengers had a little over a minute to escape before being consumed by the flames and are convinced that if more people had taken immediate action instead of remaining in their seats pretending like things were okay, the survival rate would have been much, much they higher. They were just
1: waiting probably for the captain to make an announcement like big
2: idiots. <laughs> Can I use the bathroom now? Yes. Am I allowed to get well, out of know my what? seat? We,
1: were, we weren't told we that the light didn't come on yeah. to say we could get up, so we're just gonna i know i'm starting to get really faint and but they didn't say we could get up
2: you know i'm such a rule follower i worried this would happen to me i don't think it really would i can't i mean obviously this is a phenomenon it's not one or two dumb people i mean obviously it's like a, a psychological thing well now you know you but can't now be. i know yeah but i just can you imagine just sitting there? i can't imagine no, that you would just sit no, there i wouldn't it's crazy To overcome the normalcy bias, you need to have an action plan on what you're going to do in the event of an accident every single time you get on the plane. So this is sort of the opposite of what you were saying. Like, they want you to think about this. Know where the exits are. When you've spotted the nearest exit, count the number of rows between yourself and that row. Should it be nighttime or the interior light fails, you won't have to succumb to confusion because Mm -hmm. you know Right where to go. That's really good. I thought that was really smart. Can I tell you something? Yes, I already do
1: that. You do. I do that. Yeah. That's so smart. I also do that at hotels. You
2: count the. I I
1: count uh, the number of doors to the exit in case there's a fire and we won't know we won't be able to see number of doors.
2: Oh, to the stairs. So we can
1: feel it. God, you're smart. And, and, and I, I hate that this is just something that comes to me
2: naturally. <laughs> it's amazing. You didn't even have to. The art of manliness didn't even have to exist for you to do this stuff. That, that shocks me. Okay. Um, so let's see where was there. All right. Size up the passengers around you to see who could be potential roadblocks to your ex. <laughs> 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 oh, that guy looks dumb and slow. If you're traveling with kids, talk to your wife. All right. This is the art of my illness, yes, About honey, who, who will be responsible for which kid in the event of an accident. You're in charge of all the kids,
1: honey. Yeah. I'm going to be moving in front of all of you.
2: <laughs> Ment- I just picture some man like just picking up fat, slow people, <laughs> throwing them away. So he can make out with his make his way out with his kids. Mentally rehearsed quickly springing into action as soon as the plane comes to a stop. Another reason it's important to have an action plan is there's a good chance you won't have Uh, too much assistance from the flight crew one study found that 45 percent of the flight attendants in survivable crashes are incapacitated in some way you need to be ready to take action without direction from anyone now i don't know why because you would think if you know you're going to crash obviously the flight attendants also sit down and buckle their seats so i don't know what the difference is unless they don't have time or something but in any case, don't count on they, that lady they might who brings be you a Sprite. Of, yeah, they might be thinking about their own selves. Yeah, yeah. They, they
1: know they only have 90 seconds.
2: Right, but it says they're incapacitated, so I, I don't know. Another thing you can do to overcome the normalcy bias is to read through the safety card as well as listen to the flight attendants when they give their pre-flight safety spiel. Just because you've amassed enough frequent flyer miles to circumnavigate the globe 1,000 times, I'm talking to you, Chris... World traveler. Yes. You're definitely not off the hook. You may think you're justifiably confident, but you're probably complacent. I probably am. Yeah. In a report published a few years ago, the FAA found that frequent flyers were the least informed on what to do and most susceptible to the normalcy bias in the event of a plane crash. Rereading the safety card will remind you where the nearest exits are and what to do during a crash landing. As you read through the safety guidelines, formulate your action plan. I think that's so smart because you know what? I am guilty of not paying attention. Nobody does. But you really need to. Yeah. Because it's there for a reason. Um, Okay. So remember the plus three minus eight rules. So basically what they said was the first three minutes or the last eight minutes of a flight is when you're most susceptible for a crash. Okay. So during those times. Pay attention. Don't sleep. Okay. Make sure your shoes are on and secured. If you're traveling with your Wife or girlfriend. Yeah. Or lover. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh. That sounds nice. Make sure she's wearing flats and not high heels, dumb, dumb Dora. Yeah, Dora. Um, no flip-flops. It's hard to run in stilettos. And with mangled toes. Who's <laughs> wearing stilettos? And, and fire. You don't
1: want your fire. You don't want your toes on fire. No. You got to wear some substantial, you don't, no, substantial you don't want f-
2: shoes. Yeah. You know what I was just picturing was apparently in uh, when they made Die Hard, they had like fake feet for... Um, Bruce Willis because he he's barefoot for a large part of the movie okay, yeah and there's all this glass and shrapnel around oh, okay so they made like fake rubber feet or something like that shoe, he yeah, f- shoe, shoe feet toes, like yeah. shoe feet yeah
1: isn't that hilarious I want to watch it because I want to see if I can tell I that can his feet are
2: fake yeah I mean I don't know if you can but yeah don't drink before getting on a plane Christine okay. I won't I won't. And uh, Gavin also, um, you want to be fully present in the event of a crash. Yes. Make sure I don't know. Do you? <laughs> I say going down. It's hard to know which put a, put what's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened, low and tight. Okay. And go over your action plan. Okay. Um, it says you don't need to be paranoid. Just vigilantly relaxed. Yes. Which is going to be the name? Find of that, find that my, of your new album. <laughs> Vigilantly relax. Okay, put on, your ox- put on your oxygen mask as soon as it drops. Of course, I always tell you that, right? Yes. Airplane cabins are pressurized, so you can breathe normally at thirty thousand feet. When a cabin loses pressure, there's so little air at high altitudes that getting oxygen to your bloodstream is next to impossible. That's where these masks come in. They pump pure oxygen into your nose and mouth so that you can get the air you need. In an event where the mask drops from above, put it on as soon as it drops. According to passenger studies, most folks think they can survive an hour without a mask after a plane loses pressure. I don't know why they think that. Why would you... It makes no sense. You actually just have a few seconds. Just a few seconds of oxygen deprivation can cause mental impairment. I think I've heard stories about
1: when planes have crashed and the they all the people on the plane lost consciousness before the plane even crashed. Wow. Which I think is the way to go. Like Definitely you, if you're gonna go down dive deep into the ocean, yeah. no one's gonna survive. You don't wanna be alive. Like for that. just let me lose oxygen and be asleep before yeah. that happens.
2: A hundred percent. Right. Assume the brace position. The idea of brace positions might seem a little silly not to me. No, it seems very reasonable. No, there's no way that curling up in a ball could help you survive a plane crash, right? I feel like naturally I'm going to curl into yes, a ball. Yes, 100%. But research has shown that brace positions do indeed up the chances of survival in an emergency crash landing. The positions help reduce the velocity of your head when it inevitably slams into the seat in front of you. Ugh. Moreover, they help minimize limb flailing. <laughs> oh, jeez. <Do> think- <laughs> I kind of wanted my limbs to flail. <laughs> limb flailing They're going to die anyway. Why is that so funny? It's so funny. Now I'm picturing um, Kieran Culkin's <laughs> limbs flailing. <laughs> I, I almost feel like I want to wear a helmet now when I fly, but right. that might be too extreme. It might. In addition to assuming a brace position, make sure your seatbelt is securely fastened low and tight over your lap. They are designed to withstand 3,000 pounds of force, which is about three times as much as your body could handle without passing out. Okay. I'm just picturing now these crazy assholes who have been on airplanes lately, you know, with, uh, I'm not going to go in the brace position. Fuck you. I'm an American. I don't need, yeah. You know what I mean? The the anti-maskers. Okay. Forget your carry-on luggage. Remember the kids. All right. The plane has crash landed and you're still alive. Time to get to those exits as fast as you can remember you only have 90 seconds believe it or not you need to be reminded to forget your carry-on luggage it will slow you down and block others escape and it may injure you or someone else if you try to get down the very steep inflatable slides with it you know it's that's what's going to kill you is these dummies trying to
1: get their big oversized big boxy bags i hate you
2: person that's with guns Yes. I got to grab my gun before I go down the slide. They're big suitcase full of AK-47s. Yeah. In your rush to get out of the plane, don't forget your kids. That actually (laughs) happens. Your brain does stupid things and disasters. Keep reminding yourself, I have kids, I have kids, I have kids. (laughs) 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 Ideally, you should have a plan with your wife and kids on who goes with who in case of an emergency exit. All right. Here's a little, remember I teased earlier the exciting topic of Fabrics, can't wait! I love a good fabric story. Wear so this is before you even get on the plane. Wear tight clothing on the plane. Loose clothes can snag on jagged edges and slow you down. Long sleeves and long pants can protect your skin. Stevie Nicks, I hope you're hearing you. <laughs> <this. laughs> she just comes on with twenty five thousand scarves. There's and a what Yeah, uh, wear cotton or other natural fibers. As they don't burn as quickly mm-hmm. as synthetics, which we've talked about before, wear boots or sneakers. FAA says all seats are equally safe, but a time study in 2015 says the middle back seat. Oh, I'm sorry. This is that. Uh, never mind about that, because we kind of prove that you don't really know where. I'm going to go. Um, you know what? I'm going wings. Yeah. Right by the wings.
1: Exit. Yeah. And I think our jumpsuits that we're wearing right yes, now. We are, are really good outfits.
2: They are. For They're, flying, I'm yes. saying. And, and for life. <laughs> and but. For, yeah. Um, oh, oh, this is another little good thing. Putting a carry-on under the seat in front of you protects your feet and legs from getting broken. Ooh. Which would make escaping harder. Um, yes, it
1: would ha- be hard to have two broken legs and try That to would escape. be really hard. I feel like it'd be really hard to walk on two broken legs. I think it would be nearly impossible. Yes, it would be. And I don't want to have to try to carry my wife with two broken legs. No.
2: You should put her on the on the beverages cart mm-hmm. and then just run over everyone in your way and then take the beverages cart down the slide. Oh, my God. That would be so scary. Yes, that would be for her. <laughs> yeah. So that's, it. that's basically it. Just um, also, I can't sit on the... I, I pee too much. I can't sit on the window seat ever. I have to sit on the aisle. Yeah, you you got you got to get be, be near that bathroom. I mean, I have you know, walk, crawled over many a sleepless passenger next to me, but I'd rather just be on the aisle. You know, though it's good because now you are going to count. How many seats? Yeah, that's
1: really smart. I really like that. And you're going to be prepared. Yeah. You're going to be in a near an exit. Not going to be five seats away from an exit. More than five seats. Right. So you're going to be ready. Rows. Rows. Yeah. What did I say? Seats.
2: I mean, it kind of makes sense depending on how you're looking at it. The the,
1: the same thing. So it's okay that you sit
2: where you sit. I have a question for you. Yes. Have you ever seen the movie Alive? I have not. I know what it's about. And it was a big cultural Touchstone when it came out And a big punchline But you just Didn't see it Or you were like I don't want to see that No I think I would Totally be into watching Some Chilean Soccer players Eating each other Is that what it was Were they Chilean (laughs) Uh, Yeah Ethan Hawke is in it Ugh <laughs> not, not, that's, that's the unappetizing is that, is that part, the part you Like
1: you know, it's funny because Ethan Hawke is kind of our generation's babe, right? From like Reality Bites. Yes, I, I never just, got I don't get and, it and before Sunrise, after Sunrise, during Sunrise. I've never seen the Sunrise movies. Uh, I've heard they're very good. I, I I finally watched them, and you know, I I I liked them because I like her, Julie, Julie Delphi. Delphi. She's a delight, and she does a lot of her own creative stuff. Not into Ethan Hawke either. I don't uh-uh. get it. He's not my thing. I think no. he's probably pretty talented, interesting guy. Yeah, I just just doesn't, I, doesn't click with me. Not me either. But anyway, the movie Alive. Yes. If you have any fear about flying, it will exacerbate oh, it. Oh, really? I, I think one of the problems for me is when I'm doing something that kind of can give me some anxiety, say flying. Yeah. If I've seen kind of a movie that has that yeah. in it, it will flash in my mind yes. and so I'll see that plane cr- that it has a very uh traumatic plane crash scene like it's mm-hmm. very well done and it's terrifying and I'll see it in my head when I'm in the plane
2: yeah um no I would watch I would watch it I don't think I would I just I don't know why I didn't see it at the time I don't think I, it wasn't anxiety it was just like maybe it just didn't appeal to me or something or maybe it was because it was Ethan Hawke you might watch I it know. I don't know that's all, right, all I well, have to say about that I can't wait that was how to survive a plane crash. When we come back, we're going to find out how to survive your life crashing down around you with the incredibly talented Lori Kalmartin. I can't wait. We'll be right back. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow. That fast and easy. Yep. The application is 100% online. Plus no out of pocket costs. Just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started?
0: Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmsconsumeraccess.org.
2: Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Christine, did you have a good break? I had a delightful break. Yeah. How was yours? Well, I peed. I didn't. I'm
1: holding it. That's weird. I don't
2: approve. <laughs> I don't like it at all. I'm, mm, you're gonna make me uncomfortable. It's, it's like when no. I watch someone working out with their hair down. I don't <laughs> like it yeah. It's
1: insane. It's not bad. It's it's it's. I'm not uncomfortable. <sighs> I'm quite comfortable.
2: All right. In fact, we'll, we'll see about that. Um, <laughs> I to sit on you, and <laughs> tickle Feels you. I like don't know. I did. <laughs> so we just talked about how to survive a plane crash, and now we're going to talk about how to survive when your life is crashing. All around you and our very special guest today, Laurie Kilmartin, has an amazing album out called Corset. It's so good. It's so funny. Thanks. She's a great stand-up comedian. She hosts her own podcast with um, another one of our guests, um, Jackie Cation, called The Laurie and Jackie. Is it Jackie? Jackie and and Laurie. The Jackie. Why did she get... Top billing. It
0: angers me every day. Is
2: it alphabetical? <laughs> yes. You guys should switch it up.
0: You know, just <laughs>
1: everybody gets a
2: turn being first. You're right. Right? You're right. It's called the Jackie and Lori show as of this moment. Uh, Lori Kilmartin, thank you so much for being. On
0: our show, thank you. I feel like I do want to talk fast because I know you have to pee. Like I don't <laughs> no, wanna, I'm going to skip some details. Just no, please. Out of Every
1: detail. We can always pause. You know what? I'm also actually wearing a diaper. It's fine. It's <laughs> a jumpsuit. So
0: you're also an astronaut. I, no yes. idea. I have
1: to drive across the country and uh, murder someone. I think. It's all Your way goes. Yeah. Boyfriend's wife or girlfriend. Yeah, it's fine. Wow. You guys
2: really take a dump on love. I have no idea. <laughs> I have a question for you before yeah. we start. I've always said, "Kill Martin." Mm-hmm. I noticed on your album that you are introduced as Kilmartin. Martin." How do you say it?
0: I don't know. I, I say it however the MC says it is. <laughs> that's how you your life, how <laughs> you pronounce, pronounce my your last name <laughs> 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 however someone else. Yes, yes. That's yes, how. I'll go how with that's it. how wed to stand up you are. <laughs> I, Just, I, well, I don't know. Whoever, whoever whoever's <laughs> paying me, well, Lisa Kilpatrick. Yes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> <I'll take it. laughs> but how does your family say it? Uh, I guess either way. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's, it's not a huge difference. Kill Martin or Kill Martin. It's not huge. It's
2: not just I'm, you know, because yeah. everyone pronounces my name wrong. I, I guess I'm sensitive.
0: Right. That's, that's um, nice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> OK, so as your fans know, as we know, you are a mom. Mm-hmm. And walk us through this story of when your life seemed to be crashing around you.
0: Um. OK. Yeah, and before I go into it, my son's father and I are good friends now. Oh, you are? We, yeah, we That's do a lot good. of stuff with our kids. We had a, We went to Morton's for steak last night. It's oh. our son's first like steakhouse. Ooh. And it was incredible. Did and
2: they? I. Uh, th- of course, this is where my mind is. Did they card you? Did they vaccine card you? No. Mm, I don't like that.
0: They yeah. should be carding you.
1: Is that I a thing tr- now that they're supposed to do yeah. that at restaurants? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm, yeah,
2: well, Morten, on, it. on it
0: was a Monday night, so uh, it wasn't packed, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I'm triple vaxed.
2: And how does your uh, son's dad mm-hmm. feel about uh, him being in your act?
0: I don't think he listens. I mean, uh, no one in my family. does.
2: They, they. <laughs> oh, it's like your family, yep. Chris. I
0: can relate to that. <laughs> Absolute disinterest, mm-hmm. or or fear that I am going to talk about yeah. them, so they don't want to. They don't want to listen at all. My son doesn't. He. My son just thinks I'm you know, using him for money. Oh, <laughs> I go, oh yes. But why yes. do I need money? Is it because I have a son? Uh. Uh, yeah. So you reap
2: what you sow, kid.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so not, a, yeah, I haven't heard uh, from him. Uh, but you know, whatever it's uh, it was a situation presented to me yes. so <laughs> as a comedian i uh made some jokes about it. Um, but i am like I, those jokes are on the album and i'm totally done with that event okay now but i'm okay. happy to talk about the whole thing yeah right now. so i um i had a, t- a two-year-old son at the mm-hmm. time and was uh in new york and uh and i got a had no job and um you know, was running out of money, et cetera. Right. And, uh, so I got an offer to work on the Bonnie hunt show. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Daytime show yeah. here in Los Angeles. And I took it and it was to write, um, uh, funny advertising. Like I kind of didn't pay attention to the job. Okay. <laughs> okay. Like, yes. I'll take it. Um, You're like, it was it's money. It's TV. Yeah, it's writer. It. Yeah. Yep. Whatever. Yes. So I'm like, I'm in and, uh, it's health insurance. And, um, so when I got there, it was it, I wasn't writing for the show. Really, the comedy on the show it was it was trying to uh, write integrations like product integrations, Oh, like the oh. ad tutorials? Yeah. where it's
1: like it's an ad but make it seem like it's part of the show. Yes, that's always right. fun. Yeah, you know, to deal with an ad company. So yeah,
2: Chris and I wrote on uh, a show called The Dish. That's well, how we met. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. And We had to do that, yeah, and they never used one of them. We've had to do do it
0: every week. We had to do that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think they used one. I think at that time um, they didn't know how to do it very well. Like I know with Conan, it would be like, um, all right, we have a Snickers integration, and uh, anyone who comes up with a pitch that Snickers likes, you get an extra amount of money. Oh, so it was some incentive for the writers. But this, this is more like I was sitting in an office with the ad guy.
1: Like uh-huh. I wasn't sitting with oh, the writers. Oh
0: boy! And he was like almost cold calling. No, kind of, you know. But it was like, all right, we got a, a Bush's baked beans. Um, I rem- for some reason I remember Bush's baked beans because they they wanted the dog in it. I forget it was some sort of li- link Con- to Congress Bonnie just because voted she had on that, right? Dog. What
2: Congress just voted <laughs> on that? So they just passed <laughs> the, the Bush's baked, <laughs> baked beans <laughs> Act, yeah, yes, right. of uh,
0: seventeen forty. Very controversial. Right. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't um fun at all because I didn't, I didn't know what I was doing really. And, um, and also I, I, I I think she, and every host is allowed, you know, you have your team that you like. Yeah. And I was sort of brought in by somebody else and was perhaps looked at as just a, you know, who's this, who's this person? Mm. Like I have my comedy team and they're really good and I want them. And I don't know why we have this person here. So, uh, there was misery. Oh <laughs> there was oh, professional geez. misery. But I'm like, okay, I can survive this. It's no big deal. And it's right? you and the ad guy. Yeah, and so, he was a nice guy. Right, Very but nice he's guy. not a comedy person. No, no, no. And he's calling, you know, all day long. <laughs> you're trying to figure out what you're supposed to be doing, I'm sure. <laughs> well listen, here's what oh, I was doing. God. Because uh sometime early in the job, like maybe a month into the job, uh my son's father and my son came out, right? Like I I, I had a, gotten a place on Craigslist at the time for like six weeks and then I found an apartment mm-hmm. for three months, right? I was just I didn't know how long yes. I was going to be hired and I never had a good feeling from day one oh. that it would last okay. too long. So yeah. I didn't want to do a whole lease <laughs> or anything. didn't unpack
2: boxes. Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't get too comfortable. Fail. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then uh, so they come out and you know, one thing leads to another and I find uh, evidence of an affair. Oh boy. Right? Oh. So uh,
2: While you're by yourself, or no? After w- they came at, out. Oh Jesus! Right. Okay, right so before
0: you, my son's third birthday, I remember because we had a very awkward birthday party. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh!
2: <laughs> yes. So you guys ha- were a couple at this time. Yes, you yes, were yes. living together in New York. Yes. I'm assuming. Right, right, right. So you're, for all intents and purposes, married. I mean, you're not it, married, yes. but yeah, yeah, And yeah. you've got a kid. Yes. Mm-hmm. And first of all, that must be hard to leave your two-year-old. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. OK, so so they come out and you're like, surprise, I found out.
0: Yeah, very quickly. Yes. <sighs> and um, and so Good thing you liked your job so much. <laughs> I could lose myself in my career. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so um, I kicked he, he he left the place I had gotten. And, uh-huh. um, you know, uh, there was like a lost month or I don't know where he, there some oh. time where I'm like, I don't know if he was as living in his car or something. But I also owned most of our stuff, so okay, uh, like I kept the car. <laughs> like there was, yeah, it was a, an immediate cutoff of everything. Um, oh. And uh, so how I kind of um, survived because I didn't have much to do at the Bonnie Hunt show, yeah. right? Uh, besides avoid her gaze. <laughs> <laughs> In both senses of the word. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just didn't want her to remember that they'd hired uh. me. You know
2: what I mean? You're like, I'm just trying to stay here. Did you, So you got a frosty feeling from her or you were just yes. sort of, t- oh, okay. All Yes, right. Yes, yes. I'm just picturing the guy on the phone, the ad guy calling up, you know, you know, Toys are us and saying like, well did you ever say Jumanji? She's she was a that. Like, she's, to, like... she's a great
0: actress. No, I love her. I adore her. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. really her she was really good on the on her show. Like okay. she was a great daytime host, mm-hmm. you know? It's yeah. just it's a crazy difficult market, right? Uh, to stay on the air. Right. Um, but anyway, I'm just trying to avoid her. And uh, <laughs> and, and now um, I was so enraged about this affair Sure. that I start, you know, what you do when someone's cheating is you, you start looking back and going, oh. when this thing happened, was that, was oh. he actually doing this instead mm-hmm. of this thing? Right. So I'm backtracking, like, I guess over a year oh. and just looking at little incidents. And then um, because he, I paid for our phones, I had his phone records. Oh. And then um, uh, I just started... Like matching, you know, phone records, finding out her number, just doing some detective Uh, work. Uh, Yes, major detective work. Well, you had a lot of time on your hands. I had tons of time on my hands. All I had to do was tune out uh, Farshad, the ad guy, and I was (laughs) truly uh, doing some incredible, uh, you know, like... Pinning together yeah. timelines and stuff like that, yeah. so I could really hit with evidence. For I don't know what I thought I, if but I was going to win. I'm picturing he, like a board from Homeland. Yeah.
1: Yes, you exactly. know where you
0: just got the pins going yeah. in the red yes. lines, strings. yes had, had he
2: denied it, or was this just something you're you mentally no, had it a, was
0: undeniable?
2: <laughs> oh, so there was really no reason you had to do all this research because he'd no, already. No, no, no. I wanted to
0: it. figure out because, like the like the, the the entire time he'd been having this affair, our relationship was uh, really bad, um. and I was like. I couldn't figure out what was happening. Oh, God. And maybe my ego is so big it didn't even occur. Like now, the first thing I would think of is cheating. Like, I, oh, uh-huh. as, to my knowledge, I yes. hadn't been cheated on before. Yeah. So I, I just didn't think that was a thing. And I didn't think he would do that. Uh, but now, you know, that would be my number one guess.
2: Yeah. Right. I when see.
0: someone changes their behavior right. and their uh, attitude towards you, number one guess is they're cheating on you, even if you think they would never. Right. Yeah.
2: Okay, so now I have another question that might be beside the point. Right. So he brought your two-year-old. Yeah. But he didn't take him back with him when he disappeared for a month. No,
0: no, no. He he was like in L.A., but he just was like, uh, I didn't know where he was living and stuff like that. But so uh,
2: what I'm saying is, did you have to find someone to watch your son while you went to work? My mother came down. (gasps) Okay, good. All right. Well. Yeah, we all know about your mother, but I
0: guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so my mother stayed with me. How much damage can she do when he's three? I know. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, so then I was with my mom for, and she, and, you know, then I, then the, that one sublet came up, and I was still at Bonnie Hunt, so I went to another one, and she moved down with me, and was in that one with me and my son, and, uh, and. And that just, like, that, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Because it's also, like, one thing is, oh, I'm in a terrible relationship. uh, But the other is... Uh, I'm in no relationship and I have a son Uh, with this person, a three year old. And yeah, like (sighs) now it's like this ugly thing and it's, um, you know, like, what do I do? I did. I wasn't even going to have a baby in the first place. Now I'm a single mom. This is like my nightmare uh, scenario for any woman to be a single mother is it, not what you want. Right. No, 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 no. Some no, people she,
2: choose it, but I, yeah, it seems super difficult. Yes. And it,
0: what you <laughs> yes. grow up hearing, it's like, those are the people that have the toughest times. Yeah. 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 No, 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 yeah. I'm doing okay. But at that time I was like, I'm going to be on welfare. Right. You know, I'm, I'm yeah. you know, this it's scary. Good. Yeah. Right. So, cause, and I'm like, how do, and now I'm going to go on the road with a kid. I thought, you know, I thought our thing was, he was going to watch. <laughs> right. And I, yeah. So it was. That uh, all fell apart. That idea. Yes. The whole thing fell apart. Yeah. So, <sighs> mm hmm. So then it it just took a couple. Then I was just like, I was in so much rage for like a year of fury.
2: Yeah. Fury. I can't, I, I, that's why I didn't know that you were like on good terms. I mean, I guess you have to be on some terms when you have a kid. You have to yeah. be able to talk or something.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, we are. We don't really talk about the past or anything. Okay. It's just, you know, uh, so okay, so we both right. our kids great. So we yeah, we just we mostly talk about him. That's and great. And crypto, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Any anyone who's who's talking to a, a comic, you will inevitably talk to, about crypto. Really? Yes. That's, most comics are like that's their hilarious. <laughs> seems like that's their side gig. It's crypto. Are you into crypto? I have been talked into buying a few coins that I've been promised we Will turn around.
2: (laughs) And do they have someone's face on them? Because I heard there's something about they're branded now, like they're fun cartoon. Right? Well, I have some shib,
0: and uh, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. No, it's it's like an offshoot of Dogecoin, which excels. This is like my nine-year-old son right now. Yes, I know. He he would love to talk to you. He's obsessed with talking about. He is.
1: He's like, Mom, do you know about Dogecoin? And I'm like, is this a Minecraft thing? Like,
2: <laughs> I got really confused because Dogecoin came into my consciousness at the same time as Doja Cat. So I'm oh very all God. over the place. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what either one of them is, by the way. Um, but my husband, I think, has bought some crypto. Mine, Mine, Mine too. too. Yeah, oh, OK. See, yeah. I, yeah. I, was, I was almost embarrassed to say it out loud. OK, so going back to the Bonnie Hunt show. Right. So what happens when there
0: oh so uh i think i'd i gotten hired like in august and then in january i got fired oh no right? she saw uh, me in oh the hallway. Like, <laughs> was like, wait you're out that girl's still there oh out. no
2: yeah so did they not need that position anymore they just didn't need you
0: they probably didn't need the position um yeah i don't think they replaced the comedy writer integration person position. that must have been scary terrifying yeah, yeah. so um oh. uh then I'm like, oh, I might have to move back in with my parents and go to law. Like, I, for some reason, I thought I was going to go to law school. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm not that, even a, that's a the college easy graduate. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, so many yes. credits to make up, right? So. <laughs> it's so funny that that's the fallback. I know, I know. So Okay,
2: I'll go to law school.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll do that okay. other thing. Yeah, that I don't I'll want to do. Earn money in nine years. Yeah, that seems like a good idea, Lori. Um, <laughs> and so then uh, I did uh, Last Comic Standing. Okay. And. Um, um, I got in the like the top 10. So yes. that was oh. something for a little bit. Um,
2: Do they pay you like per episode? So the longer you stay, the more you yeah, get paid? Yeah,
0: but I wasn't in many episodes. I was like three, maybe, or four, something like that.
2: And were you on a season where they stayed in a house? No. And, okay.
0: No. So it it wasn't, yeah you know, it did, wasn't a huge boon, but it was something and okay. it kind of like got my name out there a little right. bit more. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I ended up doing a packet for Conan that right. summer and then got hired, uh, that like in the following August of 2010, I guess for Conan. And then that was 10 years.
2: So that wasn't like, I mean, it was horrible at that moment, but emotionally horrible, me. Yes, but,
0: uh, I had I had Yeah I had things come up that Yeah that's fantastic Saved me financially Yes, yes. But,
2: Okay so Well how would you say To survive I mean you got You got Two really great Breaks But yeah. how did you Like emotionally survive like, how do you? Sur- I look. I I would say I've never had someone cheat on me because I've never had enough people claim I was their girlfriend for that. <laughs> for that to be an actual like line that was stepped over, it's like no, no, this was uh, always nebulous. Okay, so um, so how do you? Ugh, how do you? Deal- I don't know. It's weird.
0: Like my whole life, I've not been like a girlfriend person, right? Okay. So to me, yeah. I was always like comedy's first, and you know we can go out to dinner on dark nights. <laughs> yeah, 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 Like that's what I'm offering you. Yeah. And uh, very few people have taken me up on it. Um, right. <laughs> so I, lost. so yeah, part of me's like, Hey man, I didn't want to do this anyway. And now <laughs> you're yes. cheating. Are right. you shitting me? And now I'm one of those women I never wanted to be where I'm, I'm mad at my boyfriend. Like I was just very career career. Right. And I never wanted to be, I always thought that was like housewife stuff. And this is all, you know, internalized mistakes. Sure, as well i don't want to be like my mother you 100%. know dependent on my father i'm going to be independent and no man's ever going to get his hooks sure. on me and yeah. oh my god one did and then you know it, it went really really bad and so
2: it feels like a failure of your own character yes. at the same time because yes. you're like oh i'm a stereotype
0: i let myself right become that person right yeah without acknowledging
2: like no, you're just a human being and, yes, and you absolutely. had feelings for somebody and you made a beautiful life and yeah and, and, and you made this wonderful son and shit happens and right you're, you're not an
0: automaton 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 yeah automaton
2: automaton that's hard to
0: say
2: automaton <laughs> Bom- automaton yeah. um, you know so but i get it because i i had the same thing where i was like i'm not a stereotypical woman and then it Totally backfired because then I felt like I couldn't ask for anything because I was like, I don't want to be a naggy woman. I literally said to a guy like, don't worry, you don't owe me anything. Oh, my God. Like, I'm I the would, queen of that. I would yes. say that yeah. over and over thinking it was some sort of empowerment. Yes, Like, don't worry, I'm not a woman who needs things. Yes. Yes. I'm a cool right girl. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. And it was like, no, dumb shit. You're a human being who's allowed to ask for yes. someone to be yeah. kind to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think we probably had similar, you that, know reactions from our parents yes
0: yeah 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 so uh yeah i guess it was an emotional survival more than anything else you know
2: yeah well i'm i'm glad to hear that you're
0: still you know on good ish terms yeah it's 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 cool i mean it's really good for my kid my uh, his father had then gotten remarried oh uh and then divorced oh to that woman no a different person Oh, okay and then uh divorced and so uh so he was like kind of living, uh, uh, you're making a face, on the west of the 405. Yes, that face oh. was warranted.
2: Okay, I thought you were going to say in another state. No, okay. <laughs> well, essentially. essentially. West of the yes. 405 is kind yeah, of like yes. another. And then state.
0: after they got divorced, he moved uh, closer to me and was much more helpful and was able to see our son a lot and, uh, and then during the pandemic, he uh, moved into uh, my garage, which I had oh. renovated. And so that's where they do their weekends. Like, week-
2: oh, that's <laughs> yeah.
0: So sweet. yeah, it's cool. So it's really good for my kid. Oh. And, uh, you know, he we do family dinners like once a week. Oh, That's really nice. Yeah. So See, it can work out. But yeah. It's yeah. Just, but it, it takes time. The rage. Yeah. I mean, it's like 12 years now. Yeah. But the rage was so I've never been that that uh, like wounded by another person that I can remember, you know, before and just wanting to lash out, you know, and I did lashed out, you know, the the part of the fury is I can't even have a clean break from this person. I have to figure out how to be human and have a relationship for at least 15 more years and probably longer. It's not like we're never going to talk again after my son graduates from high school. So that's another Another thing that makes you angry. Like yes. I have to like I have to keep swallowing this every time yes. I see him. I can't yes. just walk away. Right. Yeah. Does
2: it get easier? Yeah. Well that's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, you you, you fill your life with other things and then you kind of forget a little yeah. bit and uh you know. Yeah. I don't know.
2: Ugh. I mean I've been, you know, devastated by people I was with for three months, so I get it. <laughs> I mean I I understand. It's, yeah. just, sure, it's sure. It's not easy but you have a wonderful son Mm -hmm. and uh, a kick-ass career oh my god her career we'll see i mean i'm sort of floating around now i I mean i i think it looks
1: pretty good from where i'm sitting 100 (laughs) percent successful album book shows yeah
0: and well i i you know i i do get that three dollars per download so i'm pretty excited (laughs) by that that is a mortgage payer those three dollars you know
1: (laughs) add up when it's
2: millions of people (laughs) oh i don't know that it is but it's But, yes, we want to encourage you guys, please find Lori's album, Corset. It's so good. You can get it on iTunes. You can get it on um, Amazon. Amazon. And it's so funny. And a large part is about her son. And it's hysterical because she has a very, uh, (laughs) very unique um, relationship with her son. And, you know, we all sort of feel these things. But. I love it because I so relate to
1: it. It's that feeling of like, I, I have this a lot where I'll be at the park and there'll be another mom. And she's like, isn't it so fun to watch them play and how they get along? And I'm just like, no, it's boring. Like, I want to look at my phone. And so I love how much, how well you articulate that feeling. I'm just like, yeah, this is this is kind of boring most of the time. Yeah, you, know, you, you, you do it much better, but it's so hilarious. And uh, I think every... Yeah.
2: Can, mom, mom, especially, but any human being will love it. Yeah. It's so good, and you can also see um, she did. You did Corden recently. I did, and yeah. it was a great set. And there's one chunk in the Corden set that's uh, on your album. Although it's interesting, I love, I love seeing how things are changed. Yeah, I love that. I think it's such an interesting process of like, oh, okay, so she kind of changed that line, or she kind of edited that a little bit. I think that's so
0: that neat. that chunk was like, I thought of that. That um, ending, uh-huh. th- that week. Oh, you're kidding! Really? Yeah, I had a different ending for it, and um, it, it never felt it was like good enough. But I was like. Yes, doesn't feel right. Uh-huh. And then I, uh, I was at the Embarcadero because I was at the work, work recording my album at the Punchline in San Francisco. Okay. So I'm and and I walk into Ann Taylor and I was like, Oh, oh my God! Wait yes. a minute. <laughs> and that and That's I tried it genius that night. Yeah, and yeah. So I had it. I it, but I was very tentative because I was so like the first time you did it was when you were recording your album. Well, I was recording it all week. So like the Wednesday Thursday shows, I have the old version, and then Friday is when I walked in and so I tried it on Friday because I'm like all right I have the old version let me just see if this works and it was working but you know it, now like by the time I did it on cordon I, I could walk to it with full confidence sure. yes. and so it was I feel like it's a more powerful version of it uh, but the one on the album's like me going is this gonna work oh I, I mean I didn't
2: feel that <laughs>
0: no but I either I just meant oh, like weird. some wording was a little different oh wow I,
2: but that's interesting. That yeah, that's impressive. Well, yeah. anyway, I don't want to give away what it is, but no. you should listen so to good. it and watch and <laughs> it's watch like the performance. Like Gordon's if you're special. a person
1: who appreciates I mean, obviously if you your appreciate comedians and jokes, but like I feel like you're such a master joke writer. Oh yeah. thanks. Like I, I'm just always so impressed with your jokes. They're so like surprising <laughs> and they go in places I don't expect.
0: Oh that's so cool. It's
1: really just such a pleasure to uh hear this new album.
0: Oh thanks. Just yeah, out on your... it was like those things were like the they're they are open ties and you're like oh, uh-huh. those things will never be connected. Uh-huh. And then I then what I just when I realized it all connected and then it was lost. I was like, ah, my
2: God. It's like, I don't know if you'll understand, if you'll relate to this, but for me, when that happens in writing, it's like math. Yeah. Like, yes. Oh, yes. it all makes yes. sense. Yes. All those parts came totally. together yeah, and made yeah, a Yeah, four- yeah, yeah. I love that. That's I love that great. too. Lori, thank you so much for being here. Oh, thank you, It was really you
0: guys. fun. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was so quick.
2: Well, we are such huge fans of yours, and we'd love to have you on again. Oh, yeah. Love um, it. For whenever you want to tell another horrifying story that you survived. Um, we can't recommend your album enough and no. your comedy and all those jokes, monologue jokes you enjoyed on Conan for the last 10 years. Lori had a big hand in those. So that is also where you know her Writing from thank you and uh, yeah, we we'll, can't wait to see what you do next.
0: Yes, <laughs> uh, me too.
2: <laughs> Anyone have any ideas? Send them on over,
1: <laughs>
2: and uh, we'll be right back with what we've
1: learned today. Stick around. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle, you want to tell us what we learned today? I would love to. Great. Fake
2: it until you make it to the point you aren't afraid. Yeah, that's right. It's not the impact; it's the fire. Mm. young skinny men have the best chance of survival if they're slow shove them or help sit near an exit within five rows if possible overcome the normalcy bias remember the plus three minus eight rule when flying be vigilantly relaxed minimize limb flailing <laughs> don't forget the kids And Dogecoin and Dogecat are unrelated. I'm not sure I believe that. Now we're going to jump into the segment we call, well, actually, the first one is um, that Alive is not about a Peruvian (laughs) soccer team, but rather a rugby team from Uruguay. Oops. Yeah. And the second is, a few weeks ago, we were talking about the raccoon invasion with Jesse Gaskell. And I alluded to... Um, them writing the musical Rent mm-hmm. and made a joke about that the raccoon then died from AIDS. Yes. The creator of Rent did not die from AIDS. His name was Jonathan Larson. I watched Tick Tick Boom last night, you which did. is about him. Yes. He died from an aortic dissection caused by an undiagnosed Marfan syndrome. Oh my gosh. Which is like, I th- think in the movie they say it's an aneurysm, maybe just to make it simplified. But I just wanted to, and the whole time I'm watching the movie, I'm like, when does he turn gay? I'm not kidding. I was so confused. First of all, I couldn't believe that the writer of rent wasn't gay, if you've seen it. And that is really hard to believe. I was just so good. I was like, oh, so the problem with his girlfriend is that because he's gay, right? Does he Didn't he gay? die of AIDS? And then I was like, I mean, I know you don't have to die of AIDS. You don't have to be gay to die of AIDS. But still, I mean, like that. Rent. Would rent. Come on. So Anyway, I apologize to the Larson family for misspeaking the cause of his death. And to
1: raccoons everywhere. And to gay people, because, I don't know, maybe we need to right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Right, Gavin? (laughs) Anyway, we had a great time this week. We hope you did, too. Don't forget to like and subscribe.
1: Give us five stars. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PodHowToSurvive. Goodbye. Bye.